Welcome to the Retail Ready Podcast, hosted by Ben Wyatt, your destination for food trends, startup business talk, and some serious knowledge bombs about the food industry. Hold on though, before we start the show, don't forget that all listeners get 10% off any order from our podcast sponsor, Doggylicious. Just head over to doggylicious.com.au and use promo Retail Ready at the checkout. Enjoy the show. Absolute pleasure to welcome everyone back to the Retail Ready podcast. It's been it's been a couple of weeks and I apologize uh, I've kind of gone a bit AWOL. Um I'll, I'll I'll talk in more detail in this podcast, uh, but I think David, uh, we just talked offline then, um, and the first question David asked was, "How do I find the time to uh, do this as well as the other things?" So I actually had to put this podcast aside for a couple of weeks, but I am proud to admit that we have a, a guest and a guest that has been on before, and I'm not trying to recycle old material, uh-huh. but uh, <laughs> this guest has probably just been as busy as me, um, and I'll use the word that everyone seems to be using at the moment, but has pivoted and has adapted and has actually... Um, put her pen to pen pen to paper and create some fantastic new stuff so without further ado further ado welcome to the show again david how are you hey ben i'm really well great to be uh chatting to you again mate lovely lovely well I, i've been as you know we we follow each other's work very closely and uh i've i've kind of lost track as to what you were actually doing over the last 12 months because uh, <laughs> you, you've been busy you've you've had to adapt because of uh, what happened last year but you've seemed to have come back stronger and we've got a few things to talk about so firstly how is business um what's the start of the year been for you and let, then let's talk about the the new chapters that you've um, developed uh, over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, great. Yeah, no, look, um, twenty twenty. I mean, it's an interesting year for everyone. I must say, I, I feel quite quite uh, grateful and one of the lucky ones because, um, as you know, hospitality shut down pretty much, and everything went into retail, and the bulk of the people I was working with were were supplying brands supplying into retail so it was it was really no change um to be quite frank apart from the maybe that first month or two which was what about a year ago now um yes yeah, so it's all been it's all been pretty buoyant and and I must say you know down here in Australia I think for the most part for 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 brands supplying into retail and obviously differs slightly depending on what category you're in it was really um you know really really a great year uh, particularly for the retailers obviously yeah. they had you know mm-hmm. four, four or five christmases in one year didn't they i just literally came off a webinar today um with plma and it's interesting they they, they talked a lot of stats and I'm I'm in I'm in a I think I'm in a camp of my own where I wish people would stop bringing up COVID stats and insights because it was just a one-off. There's you can't we're never going to have a year like that again in terms of market share and uh, increases decreases. It, it's all through the roof. There was there was something on the news the other day that said like um, under 21 car crashes were down for the first time in 20 years and had the best. I was like. Well, of course, they were down. No one was on the road, so you can't you can't use stats like that. I feel that people just need to get over themselves and go right. What's what's looking for the f- uh, forward to the future? And 
for everyone who's listening who might have not caught the first episode, which again, I'd highly recommend going back uh, to listen to David, but what is it that you do, David? And what is it that you've set up uh, because you've seen this gap from what you've been doing over the last 12 months? Yeah, thanks, Ben. Well, essentially, uh, the bulk of what we do is um, work with uh, any sized uh, food and beverage and health food manufacturer um, and um, anything from, you know, uh, the embryo stages of the ideation right the way through to, you know, sales and distribution, helping them with the insights, making sure they're appropriately, you know, uh, potentially filling a gap in the market and differentiating, um, helping them with their brand and positioning and, uh, you know, sales and marketing and really holistic um, help for uh, primarily uh, food and beverage brands. Um, we've done some work with retail as well and a little bit in the food service uh, arena. Um, and, look, I've, it's five years now, actually, next month. It's, it's unbelievable what I thought was going to be. Well done. Yeah, yeah, what I, what oh. I thought was going to be in between uh, corporate roles um, ended up not being the case, and it's been, uh, it's been a really fun journey. And so last year um, what happened was um, we were doing an enormous amount of work with – um, food service and hospitality businesses and brands that obviously because of COVID um, were really keen obviously to diversify and uh, and develop um, you know a brand to supply into retail so 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 I and it's just you know something that I really enjoy doing is um, and I know it's your background as well um, a long time ago for me right into that product development um, mode but before that you know helping people identify um, gaps in the market so they can differentiate. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did a lot of that and then obviously um, helping them with their brand and positioning. So, you know, by that I mean, you know, if you took your product away, what does your brand stand for? Who are your competitors and how do you differentiate from from a, your brand standpoint? Um, and then obviously I was, you know, referring out the graphic design work because um, I'm obviously I'm not a graphic designer. So then I realised that I could actually be doing all of this formally under another brand so at the beginning of this year i set up uh, another brand called creme with a tagline ideas that rise to the top and essentially it is a food industry specific product and brand um, design agency that you know anyone who's in that development mode um you know we we can help and um oh, it's just it's just been amazing so so obviously there's lots of design agencies out there so we do all of that, but obviously we can help um, with the product development side as well and making sure that whatever it is you're doing is going to enable you to differentiate. And, um, yeah, it's a lot It's a lot of fun, Ben. Awesome. Oh, well, it's, it sounds a lot of fun and uh, I, I love the concept. And I, I always think that if you can match product development with marketing and design, and if you had, a t- if you had an expert in each one of them, you, you could create anything you wanted in the food world because you just need, I think you only need those three with a bit of quality in there just to make things uh, a bit safe. But if you, you seem to be ticking all the boxes that could create an idea into something that can be on the shelf and something I've personally realized over the last 12 months is if you do have a good idea and it looks great and it's ticking a box that, the category manager or the buyer wants anything can happen you can achieve anything you don't you don't need um 
millions over your head or you don't need a massive team around you you just need to to know what you're doing and ticking uh the right kind of uh credentials and consumer would you agree that's kind of what you're finding over the time that you're working with all these kind of new and upcoming brands as well no absolutely definitely but also surprisingly i have been working with a couple of um manufacturers that have been around for a long long time um and um you know equally need as much if not more help in this area as as startups do it's it's absolutely staggering so and i think the most common thing ben is the the misconception or the misunderstanding between you know your product you know versus your brand and you know people develop a brand or a logo and they most people think that the brand needs to talk about the product but i ask people this question and it's um you know if you took your product away what does your brand stand for? What's your brand essence? And, you know, yeah, okay. the vast majority of people I ask that question to, you know, sort of look at me as if I've gone totally mad. But that is <laughs> that is a really good way to kick off the, the brand development story is to talk about that, you know, without actually talking about the product. So it's very, very interesting. <laughs> Well, uh, it's, it seems that you're doing well because, like, we, we follow each other on Instagram and LinkedIn. But can yeah. you talk about a couple of the the brands and products that you've worked with closely that I've seen you, is there an ice cream yeah. one that I always look at the, uh, I look at the design and go, that looks fantastic. And then I know there's probably a story behind it as well. Yeah. Um, is there some yeah. brands that you can touch on just to go how you help them diversify yeah. and stuff like that? Well, it's interesting. I mean, that, that is a very good example and it's currently live. So I'll talk, I can talk about it, but I won't talk about the intimate details. So Char Char's is a, cashew-based vegan ice cream and um, been around for a long, long time. So they actually were manufacturing uh, vegan cashew-based ice cream since 1986, which is uh, staggering. So, you know, straight away it's, you know, Australia's um, first, um, you know, vegan ice cream and um, they they kind of hadn't even realised that part. But And then the second thing is they have a a kiosk, uh, an ice cream shop in Bondi, um, and it does very, very well. It's very, very popular. So we're, we're w- reworking the brand to be uh, Cha of Bondi. So, um, so the brand is all about Bondi Beach, right? So these, these, this team, <laughs> are, they are the experts in Bondi like Beach it. who just so happen to manufacture the most delicious ice cream you've ever tasted, which just so happens to be vegan. So, so that was like the initial conversation, and then it, and then falling out of that becomes. A whole massive piece of work around, um, you know, what does this whole what does this whole beast look and taste like, and um, you know, what what's the essence of the brand which I which I just described. So um, another great example is, um, and, I, and I won't mention the company, but it is imminent. Um, literally six generations of of baking in in country Victoria with a a very strong old fashioned um, uh, brand. And um, they were very keen to get into the younger market, which obviously, um, you know, really ended up meaning a new, a new brand. So, you know, we've just finished the design work for the brand for a company that's been around for, it is actually over 130 years. Um, so wow. that's been really, really exciting. And, and as I said before, they were really um, like beautiful family and really just, you know, had no idea um, uh, the size of the opportunity that they were sitting on outside of their of their current little um, their current little niche, and 
and there's there's others too, but um, you know, doing doing some work in the dip category, and you know, I love looking at all these opportunities, and I just laser in on where's the gap, where's the gap, yep. and you know what, there's always a gap. I, I think there's always <laughs> yeah. a gap. I love it. I love it. It's, it's so true. There's there's always a gap. One question I want to ask you is how how do you find these brands or how do these brands find you? Because that just sounds absolutely fantastic that there's all these gems just hiding out there that just do what they do best, but they don't actually know where to go next. What's for someone listening and actually going, Oh yeah, I could uh, seek your yeah. skills or go there. What, what, so how what's do, the advice? How do we find each other? Yeah. 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 Uh, it's mainly, <laughs> You know, I've I've done very little, uh, if any, um, paid uh, advertising. It's mainly through my own organic uh, social media, LinkedIn, yep. LinkedIn, Instagram, word of mouth, and then secondly, um, quite a few of the brands I was already working with. I've um, been doing some work now with their with their um, product and brand development as well. Um, but yeah, I'm probably, I'm I'm reasonably active. I'm not hugely active on social media but it is mainly you know my own clunky <laughs> social media attempts and uh and and word of mouth yeah <laughs> fantastic well talking about word of mouth and getting out there um i just had an email from naturally good uh this morning and uh i saw your name pop up on the email so yeah that, that just proves my point that you're getting out there and getting your uh getting the message heard what um I don't know. It didn't say on the email what you're talking about, yeah. but I'm sure everyone, hopefully, listening to this in Australia, naturally good seems to be. Well, it'd be one of the first Australian food shows that will be happening um, since a long time ago. So, yeah, what is it that you're going to be discussing? When is it, and what can people look forward to? Yeah, so the show is the 30th and 31st of May. It's in Sydney. And um, yeah, Diversify uh, run this show now. They're very, they're world class outfit. Um, so you know, I think it'll be a great show. I think the, everyone will be out and about having a look, to see what's going on. Um, so the business summit is on Friday the twenty eighth. It's like a, a classic uh, seminar. Some really excellent industry speakers. Check it out. Um, go naturally good business summit, and you'll see the agenda there. I'm actually talking about. Uh, elements of what we've spoken about already so it's really around how do you use insights to um then how do you interpret those insights to develop knockout products and brands part one and part two how do you then take that and uh create an amazing uh pitch to um you know convince buyers that you know they need to start on monday with your with your brand so um you know a few case studies with um you know some great brands that i've been working with um you know and just really just my own sort of views of the world on uh you know whether you're a large multinational or whether you're a startup how, how you can win or continue to win yeah fantastic well it's it's always i i will be there anyway so it's it's always a show that i enjoy and I just yeah. think it'll be one of those shows that, yeah, like I say, there's there's been no expos for a while, so yeah. it'll definitely be a an opportunity to get out there and see what's going on. Definitely, um, definitely. Yeah, the fantastic. Other, the, the other thing, Ben, um, I'll also be facilitating a panel discussion um, on um, with a panel of buyers on oh. you know what is it that uh, really 
is effective with when when brands and manufacturers are pitching to a retailer or a distributor and um yep. we've actually got um one of the lead buyers at costco um and, and also woolworths as well so um you know always uh high interest levels when you've got buyers talking about what they like and what they don't like awesome well i think that it goes back to the point of you dealing with all these companies that are just out there just doing their little thing and they they whether it's fear whether it's the unknown or whether it's just that we're playing in our kind of space and we like it here but mm. a lot of feedback that i get is with small brands is what what do i need to do to prepare to present mm. and i think a lot of people overthink the the situation and yeah. <laughs> it's, it's as simple as if you've got a product showcase your product and make sure you've got the right costs so that you're not losing money but yeah there there is a lot of other little steps along the way which you'll know about and yeah. timing is all is timing i believe is probably the biggest factor because if if you if you attack it at the right time everything's a dream but you you can you can always attack at the wrong time and before you know it you go in why am i waiting 24 36 months before getting anywhere but with range reviews the whole lot you you never know what's on the agenda yeah and i think that'll be a fantastic opportunity for people just to understand okay i need a presentation i don't need a 400 page dossier of the product like it's it's right it need the right costings and stuff like that and i guess that that's something you do with your business so correct um yeah definitely yeah. absolutely i think um and you you know you, you mentioned a really good point there around timing so there's actually a really good tedx talk about you know the top five reasons startups succeed um and the number one reason is absolutely timing so yeah. not, not too early that no one knows what you're doing and not too late yeah. where there's a million competitors and then look I, I think overarching everything you just said about you know an amazing pitch it really is articulating the that, you know, there's a problem out there, and and you don't have the solution, but we've got the solution. You know, in its in its bluntest form, that is the energy you want to be put putting into the room, and um, always ask yourself every every single step of the way, how is how is this differentiating? Um, whether it be the product, the brand, the financial elements, um, you know, how do I how do I uh, sell my story through the lens of differentiation? That yep. is that is the key for sure. Interesting. Yeah, it's uh, going going to the doggylicious kind of side of things. Yeah. It was, um, there was an opportunity uh, recently to to find a new distributor, and I actually uh, it was uh, the book Brewdog. I listened, well, read the book Brewdog, um, which is kind of a an alcohol beverage company in the uk which has now gone global yeah. and one of the uh one of the tips he said in his startup way was be strict on your costings like don't undersell yourself and it was funny because sent the presentation off sent all the costings off really good feedback and then it was okay we need x amount margin and i looked at the costings and was like well that just does not work and i told myself Never do something that would undercut myself or devalue the product, even though the opportunity was great. And it, I think it shocked them when I emailed them back going, uh, thanks for the opportunity, but no thanks. Um, I won't go under this cost. And I actually was, it was a moment of realization that it was like, well, no, stick by your guns. And uh, it just goes to that journey of the 
product journey, business journey, life journey of going, these are my values, these are this is what I can do. And I guess selling to a category manager is just part of that journey and you learn from it and dealing with so many different businesses. So I think uh, I think there's a lot to learn. I think there'll be a lot to gain from your speech and holding that panel with the uh, Naturally Good team as well. So I look forward to uh, being part of that room, to be honest. Um, from, from the creme, from your own business, please say you've not been up to anything else because that seems like uh, <laughs> you've, you've been busy. But I believe there's something else that we can briefly touch on. I yeah. don't know how much detail we can go into it, but yeah. what is it? What else... Yeah, mate, I, um, it's pretty funny actually. I when I was at school, I hated um, uh, computer studies. I was the most you know non tech person <laughs> you would ever meet. Um, so yeah, I've developed a, um, a mobile app and a, and a web based digital platform. Yep. So um, the story here goes um, oh, quite a while ago now. So first of all, it's called um, the brand name is Food Mover. Um, and I'll give you a bit of context about how the idea came about. It actually came about from when I was um, starting out doing what I'm doing now. Everyone always asks you the question, and you probably get this question too, you know, who are the good distributors? Do you know any good distributors? Um, because arguably it is a very low barrier to entry and it's not difficult to become a distributor. So subsequently, you know, there's a lot of... <laughs> potential not very good ones out there let's be, <laughs> yep. be polite here anyway yep. um so so that's where the idea began um was around uh the development of a, of a directory of very good quality distribution companies um worldwide so since then uh in april again a year ago in earnest um i got on the on the on the bandwagon again and and the idea has morphed significantly um and we've been testing since christmas and we'll be you know we're kind of ready now but we're we've got a very small invitation only pod going um just to crystallize the user experience etc so there's two key parts to it so there is a, a directory of credible quality um contacts from four industry personas which are obviously the distributors mm-hmm. the retailers the industry service providers, and, of course, most importantly, the brands. So a brand can be discovered and search for a distributor or a retailer. A distributor can be discovered or search for a retailer or a brand, um, so on and so forth. Service providers such as digital marketing companies or legal firms or logistics providers can get on there too. And ultimately, that portion of the platform is about you know being discovered searching and networking and connecting for potential trading opportunities so it's unlike other platforms so it's fully transparent so there's no you know sign up and sort of die wondering what's going to happen next um and then on top of that we've got a mechanism where so two things you can uh rate and review a distributor Ah, and 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 a service provider so you know the good quality this is not about you know, rubbishing anyone. This is about making sure that the good quality service providers get the right ratings and um, get to the top of the list so they can attract, um, you know, the good brands. Um, and also there's some good algorithms where we've got automa- automated business matching. So if you've been, um, had your category of interest as, you know, um, dog treats, 
and a distributor was looking for that too, then there'd be automated introductory um, uh, contact as well. Fantastic. So that's kind of a whole, you know, sort of disrupting disrupting the uh, the sort of, you know, who do I talk to piece. Um, and then the second uh, piece is uh, education. So lots of digital video masterclasses, mainly at this point featuring yours truly uh, around um, how do I start a brand, how do I scale a brand, how do I market a brand, how do I understand my finances, how do I pitch effectively, um, are you export ready, how do I get export ready. Um, and my favourite, um, what are the future trends of food and beverage going to be? And how do I awesome. not not only understand that, but how do I um, how do I identify the gaps in the market and get help with the product and brand development that we spoke about before? And then obviously there's an advertising opportunity on the platform too. So um, that's it. And a nutshell sounds pretty simple, but it's been quite painful to develop. Um, <laughs> I could imagine it. Yeah, it, it sounds it sounds like there'd be some pain points along the way, but I think the idea. Sounds absolutely fantastic. In my head, I was, I was kind of going, oh, it sounds like a, a TripAdvisor app for food brands and businesses, um, yeah. as well as those kind of educational knowledge um, parts that you just added on to the end. I think that sounds absolutely great and, and is needed, to be honest, because there is a lot of cowboys out there. Um, I know a couple, and uh, I kind of tell people to avoid certain distributors just because, yeah, yeah not many people know um what to look for and past yeah. uh past history so i think that'd be fantastic yeah and and the, the most exciting part of all is so two things this has been developed through you know talking to hundreds of businesses over the last five years in particular around you know what their paint what their issues are um so it you know it clearly fixes a uh, quite a few potential challenges there um so that's uh that's quite exciting um so yeah no it's it's uh it's it's very exciting but it has been um a bit of a journey i must say over the last uh, in earnest actually since uh, since september so, i bet well it's uh, it's it's good to hear it is and this this is why i like talking to you on all different occasions because you I remember you talking about the food mover movement oh, yeah literally a year maybe just just over a year and uh you, yeah. you go and do it you actually you put the time and the effort in that no one sees yeah, yeah. and you get it done and um whereas everyone yeah. else is watching netflix you're actually <laughs> you're, you're doing something and uh yeah. hopefully making a difference uh i think 26 minutes in i think that's an absolutely fantastic nutshell in what you've been doing in the Thank last you, 12 months um i appreciate that the only the, the only other thing i'd mention is um on the food mover the the piece i get most excited about is um it is extremely low cost so you know it's, awesome. it's a subscription model is two 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 subscription packages food mover yep. pro and food mover pro plus and um it starts at around the 49 dollars a month for everything pretty much and more that you would get if you exhibit at a trade show or if you hired you know someone like me um so um low cost high impact everything in one place uh fast yeah I love it. I love it because well, you you, you nail you nailed a, a new kind of piece to the puzzle as well, and that's the expo experience. Like I'm looking at 
presenting at expos but i'm looking at the costs and going five grand yeah, no. like <laughs> what what do you, and like i know there's government grants that, but again if you're lucky you get 50 percent off but you go what is that rate of return and it's and i've got a big bugbear with instagram sponsorships and uh yeah. people advertising on facebook going throwing money at something doesn't mean you're going to get a return i'd rather not throw the money in it and keep the return so yeah. I think for a cost like that, it it it'll be uh it'll be perfect. So, well, yeah. I wish you all the luck in the world. But I know I look forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks. It naturally good, and yeah, I look forward to uh, having a beer and uh, seeing what the uh, the environment, and the atmosphere is in Sydney. I think it'll be uh, I think it'll be exciting, and uh, yeah, I look forward to seeing all your kind of plans over the last twelve months come to life. So fantastic to have you on board again, David. Thanks, mate. I appreciate uh, appreciate the chat as always. Hold on, guys. Before you hit stop, don't forget to check out doggylicious.com.au and order some doggy products today. Use retail ready for ten percent off. We hope you enjoyed the show.